Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 80. Hugh Pixar, 24 and 6. That boy Russ cooks some good football games. Baker's Browns. And don't look now, but Jimmy G's out, folks. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. All right, welcome back to episode 80 of Canada's favorite NFL podcast. We are growing by the numbers every week, and that's all thanks to you. Look who's talkers keep stealing people's phones, subscribing on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, and Lambo. And yeah, I made up Lambo, but it's fun to say, Lambo. <laughs> None of you have ever heard of Stitcher before either. Woo! Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, folks, wherever you are all over the world. Ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, ciao, and vanagam. Woo, which is Sri Lankan. Uh, find somewhere else this week where you're going to learn some Sri Lankan. Anyway, yeah, I will say it like that continually. Big week in the NFL. Uh, Big, big week in the NFL. A couple of crazy last-second games. Uh, Russ and the Seahawks, they're an interesting team. They got, I heard on the herd, they got the NFL's worst defense in history through five games, and they're (laughs) 5-0. How do you like them apples? Well, uh, Russ certainly loves him some Sunday night cooking. Man, that's some good football, isn't it? That was uh, that was a hell of a sixty-minute stretch with LeBron winning the title and Russ leading that drive. They doubled the ratings of the NBA Finals, and, Come on. and LeBron was in it. Is that the number? That's the, it was like basically doubled it. Wow! People love the NFL, folks. It was like it was it was it, it, it was raining. It was like an episode. Of, it was crazy. Everyone loves the NFL. It's time to start throwing it on without feel. Without having to ask permission at basically every family outing, okay? It's the new Christmas movie. It's, uh, it's great. And uh, the, the drama that unfolds, whether you're betting on it or whether you're not betting on it, uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And uh, good God, I love it. Cheers to NFL football saving us from COVID. It's amazing. Episode uh, 80. Episode 80. Which is gravy. Um, that's also our percentage as a show, Hewlett. Yeah, I saw that. You're 24 and 6. 24 I'm and 6. 4 and 1. 4 and 1. Add them together. Divide them up. It doesn't matter anyway you slice it. Add them together, divide them apart. Look who's talking <laughs> is 80%. A plus. You throw in Huck's undefeated Titans. Yep. You know, this he, show he, he is just. Them. He ipso facto just picks them every week. Anyway, that's, that's our know, producer. 10 and 6 this year. Good record. By the way, all 80 episodes brought to you by Huck Media Canada. Go to huckmedia.ca for all media needs. Literally. All media needs. Uh, yeah, the people at Huck Media will take care of you. And Leslie is all over our stats. As I'm about to tell you about Baker's Browns, okay? In the game that not really everyone's talking about because, you know, Dak's injury. Hey, Dak, look, get better, buddy. Everyone seems to love him. He seems like a great guy. And no one wants to see any sort of body part ever look at, like, you know, looking in the wrong direction. So uh, prayers up, as they say, for you, Dak. But I will get to you, get to you a bit later because I'm mad at you, Dak. I'm mad at you. Oh, and so I'll tell you why, Truth of the Week. That was some faux shade yeah. forecasting. Yeah, man. Faux shade. I, I'm upset with you, Dak Prescott. But, I wow. mean, you're going to be okay, and you'll be fine. You have a great life. But, uh, anyway, I want to talk to you about some of your life decisions. I've always been accused of lacking empathy. I'm surprised to hear it on the other side of the table. Uh, no, I'm just wanting to make sure. Hey, that hey. I'm, 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 I want to make wait. sure that people know that I just want him to be better. But I right. want him to get better, obviously. But, uh I am going to talk about him, but about him a bit later, and you might not like it. I'm waiting for the truth like everybody else. Giddy up. Okay. Yeah, Bakers-Browns, okay? The Cleveland Browns are 4-1. Uh, it's the game that no one's really talking about because Dak's injury happened right during the 4 o'clock set. You know, the, the Chiefs got upset by the Raiders, and there was a big Sunday nighter coming up, and right in between all that, 
your Colts didn't look too good losing to Baker's Browns. No Nick Chubb, which is a great, by the way, probably was a great name in college when he was on a date. <laughs> uh, no Nick Chubb. Akeem Hunt ran for about 74 yards, 72 yards. So make no mistake, even though he threw two interceptions, he looked excellent against the, what was the NFL's number one uh, defense going into that game. We all know I think it's the Steelers, however. But the stats were pointing at the Colts. Baker went in there and made some really, really, really tough throws. A couple of great touchdown passes. And I think it's just, you know, it's time to give him a little bit of credit. He's looking a lot better. And in this league, you, you can't run your way to the playoffs. Your quarterback, the games of Trent Dilfer game managing uh, are over. It's much more rare. Our boy Jimmy G's been doing out in San Francisco. But my point is, is the Baker's going to need to win some of these games. And, and he won that one against the Colts. Did, did you watch? Um, you know, it was the Thanksgiving Sunday, so it's not your traditional NFL, you know, right? Gore fest, if you will. Yes, where you're making plans and linking with people and tickets. You know, you probably got some turkey slid in there somewhere. Yeah, maybe the in-laws, wherever you're watching. Right, with the newborns, baby's first Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, so that was a. I got caught watching way too much of that Niners Dolphins game. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't get a sniff of the uh, Colts-Browns game on the, regional, on the regional sweep. I know. West Coast, nothing. So there was a lot of not. I, I thought it was going to be the game of the day. As the weekend continued on, I really thought it was going to be the game <laughs> of the day. You were one week off on your Ryan Fitzpatrick signature win. <laughs> yeah, I guess. He looked like a world beater out in Santa Clara. Yeah, even, even Renzo, who's not really a big football guy, was like, who's this guy with the beard in San Fran? He's like, is that San Fran? Are they still good? What's Elliot Friedman doing out there in a Dolphins jersey? Um, even Fitzy on his fourth touchdown pass is like, hey, yeah, why not? <laughs> I didn't see this coming either. I think, um, I think Browns are, are finally tapping their potential. Let's not heap any praise no. or fail no. on them. Let's, let's everybody... But Let's just leave the Browns alone. <laughs> How about that? Hey, Remember big... when Tyrod just needed a hug? Yep. Everybody just needs to leave the Browns alone. All Don't right. ask them the stupid question in the locker room. This is good. This is no, yeah. COVID-free, right? Yep. You, there's no media scrum. OBJ can't do the stupid thing on the boat. Uh, Baker can't, you know, backhandedly comment the city. Whatever. Right. It's just less. And I think that's really working for Cleveland. And I think we should end this segment because we've already jinxed it too much. <laughs> I would love to know the Giants' record since that boat picture. Oh, it's it's terrible. It's, yeah, it's, it's awful, it's, isn't it? That's a meme. I saw, a meme. I saw a meme about it a year ago, and no, I think they've won two games since then. So oh, anyway, yeah, baby, we'll, we'll we'll check it out. Leslie, she's shampooing her hair. Makes it sound really fun. Before you uh, jump into the uh, meat and potatoes, there, Hugh. Yep, <clears throat> I made a little side note. I've been making some. Game day notes as I'm watching before I skedaddle for I some turkey. Writing stuff down. Love it. First of all, thanks everybody who stole their uh, family's phone. Yep. Had a few inboxes, uh, how to do it, where to do it, walked them through it, and, you know, Huck will get the numbers on the way out, but hashtag steal your phone was a success. Indeed. If only voting were that easy. Anyway, um, Carolina. Yes. Let's not undersell the fact that everybody has always loved Teddy. Not me. Doesn't matter. I know. But wherever he's gone, people love him. Yep, seems like a great guy. Everybody's into him. Uh, you know, doesn't want the pressure of being the one fell into the perfect spot. But more importantly, I stumbled across a metaphor from when 
Memphis lost Rudy Gay about 10 years ago. Here with me. C-Mac, Christian McCaffrey, yeah. down. The only A-level talent on what we thought was going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Matt Rule cut his teeth in Baylor, winning big games with B-level talent. Yep. And C. Let's be a general. C and B-level talent. Sure. You know, not the five-star went to Texas. Not, not he got yep. the, He got the Bs and the Cs. And that's what he's got in Carolina. And they're young, and they all adapted to the Zoom well. And, you know, tough opening sked. They got a break in Cal. Anyway. Yep. They took away the only A, and now they got a marching band of Bs. And, you know, that gets you wins. I, I am, I'm hearing you, and I got to give more props. I've definitely upgraded them as a team from the way I judged them at the beginning of the year. I have no idea how this ties into Rudy Gay and the Memphis Grizzlies. Because Memphis... Because they, they lost Rudy Gay and they were a bunch of B&C and players. And then the Grindhouse was born. You couldn't have found a different example no. in 10 years of four different pro no. sports besides Rudy Gay and the Memphis no. Grizzlies that people are looking up on their phones right now being like, what is he talking about? Now, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that is out there but <laughs> i like it weird mike doing weird things by the way follow him on instagram at weird mike spelled <laughs> he got it took us 80 episodes but we convinced him to get his own instagram account at weird mike at weird mike m-i-c yes m-i-c how was that not taken i don't that's know that's really what pushed me over i was sitting there yeah, i was debating thinking, i was wondering I'm like why didn't you just make you know uh your name's instagram account so but with weird, we have weird Mike's cool name. There you go. So to be clear, I won't be flooding y'all. I'll be posting the stuff that Hugh and Huck still don't want on the main page. <laughs> now there's this avenue. It's not going to be this feed blow up. You have no idea how, how my life has gotten easier because of this development. I think you let the cat out of the bag, Hugh. Just like here at Centennial Studios with Billy Jean roaming the grounds. But um, All right. So you're, you're hey, meeting follow, follow, follow you. Hold on. Um, I want to talk because you, met, you brought the, the Carolina Panthers up, right? They had an interception this week to change the franchise. Now, if you were watching the Falcons-Panthers game, because I know a lot of betters out there were like, the Falcons have to win this one. I don't want to pick the Falcons because they screw me, uh, you know, <clears throat> more than drinking lake water. Like, you're, you're screwed. It's poopy, poopy diapers the next day. That's what the Atlanta Falcons are. You bet on them because they're talented. You know, they, should, they, they need to win so bad that you pick them. I didn't pick them last week. But I picked them on a couple tickets this weekend because, man, right? Right? I know you guys are with me, folks. But Matty Ice, uh, the MVP, 2016 MVP, threw up an interception that, that just... That was it. They were down by a touchdown, eight minutes to go. They were actually coming back. They were doing the anti-Falcon, and they were coming back. And then he, he had one-on-one -on -one with Gage in the end zone. He could lead him a little bit or just throw to somebody else, but he threw so far behind him. It was such an obvious, going to be intercepted play. He wasn't being rushed when he threw it. It was just an awful pass in the absolute most awful situation. Literally, Arthur Blank must have watched that interception and been like, that's it. And he looks at his assistant, and he's like, yeah, get Thomas in my office an hour after the game. I want to have a burger before I fire these guys. Um, anyway, you think it's not often that one interception... I th I'm not saying that like, these guys wouldn't be fired anyway, okay? But like, you know, if they lose two more games after this, but they come back and beat Carolina, they're not going to lose their jobs the night of the game. 
They're one and four. They're not zero and five. So, so, go ahead. I don't think the interception changed anything. Is one angle. I think it was sealed beforehand. If they win the game, no, no. Put your money where your mouth is. If they win the game, do they fire them? Or, or deep down, does yeah answer Matty the question? Ice throw that pick it, on purpose. No. He did not throw the fucking pick Get everybody on up. purpose. Clean house. He's got a he's got a hundred and fifty million dollar contract that they can opt out of, not after next year, but the year after. Okay, he's not trying to throw interceptions to get his coach fired. No, or his GM, the hey, one who just paid him. You never heard the theory one step back before you take two forward? Sure. Hashtag weird Mike math. Okay, add it together, divide it apart. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, I think if they win the game, those guys still got their job. I'm not saying for long, but they do. So. It was that bad of a pick, Matt. It was that bad of a pick, bud. Okay. Uh, speaking of the Falcons, they're making teams look good. Okay? They're making teams look really good. The Packers, the Bears, you know, uh, you know, the Cowboys, all these teams that put up massive yards against the Falcons. So we got kind of a strategy here where I think the public sees all these teams looking amazing. I talked about it last week, and I thought the Packers were playing the Texans, but Leslie got that one wrong. So uh, they're actually playing the Bucks this week. The Packers are getting two points in Tampa Bay. And again, this is because they looked like wizards against the Falcons. So just be careful about teams playing the Jets or teams playing the Falcons and how great they look. And then the way that Vegas has to attribute for that uh, going forward. Also, stay on your <clears throat> schedule apps, guys. Games are changing. Games are not being changed on certain apps. Yep. Uh, I thought I had a different team available in a Survivor in a week later week, but they didn't update theirs. Anyway, just be schedule vigilant. <laughs> there you go. Is what I'm saying, especially yep. those of you got in the futures market and those of you with Survivors where you think, you know, X team might be good here. Mm -hmm. Um Speaking of Survivor, did you, your... I'm through. Rams. 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 And I made that pick before they even announced Haskins wasn't starting. But on our podcast, I said, I don't think... I think they're going to bench Haskins. He doesn't like him. It's gotten really messy there, by the way. It, like, turns out he just stopped caring. Like, wasn't showing up on time. Alex Smith with, like, half a leg. And Kyle Allen are there. Like, you know, first one's in, last one's out. Like, the Russell Wilson it's way. It's the worst thing right? when you got rock star attitude without rock star talent. By the way... I, I think we're starting to hear, I don't even have this written down, but this just came to me. I think we're starting to hear first one out, last one in, way too much. There's like six guys now on a team who are described as like a first guy in, last guy out guy. Not everybody can, how, is this like a race? Like, do you just showing up at 3.30 and sleeping for four hours? I was the first guy here, you know? So, anyway, let's stop throwing that around so much. We get it. You get there early. Okay, good for you. Either way, apparently Dwayne Haskins didn't. <laughs> yeah, that, that I could have forecasted. Also, starting, I'm really starting to judge people on the character that they show during the draft. Okay? Dwayne Haskins gets drafted, what, 10th overall, 11th overall by the Washington, at the time, Redskins. Okay? A couple Super Bowl championships. They play in the NFC East. Yeah, this is not a bad job in life. Okay? Let's call it for what it is. If you are upset... The, you know, yeah, the Giants passed on you, and, uh, you know, the Washington, the Washington football team ends up taking you in the first round to be their quarterback. You just got guaranteed probably somewhere around $22 million, $25 million. Uh, it's not the time to be shaking your head and being like, nah, yeah, I'm pissed. These guys are idiots. Like, you're really showing, I think, your perspective on life there. And if you think of the last six, six first-round quarterbacks drafted who were pissed off, 
I don't think a lot of them really worked out too well. Josh Rosen, remember what he said? Well, got drafted 10th by Arizona. Nine mistakes in front of me. Yeah, now he's watching with the wenches in Tampa Bay. All right? Aaron Rodgers, pissed off, went to the Packers, very successful, but a big dickhead. <laughs> uh, starting to see these guys that are, that are anyway. You got, uh, you really went down that uh, Washington football team rabbit hole, eh? How about that? You got that name resentment pent up. Yep. It just filtered out through Dwayne. <laughs> uh, but you survived with the Rams. Yep. And I survived with the, whew, I almost budged, but I took the Ravens. And a lot of people took the Chiefs, and they're out. And a lot of stupid people took the Niners. Yes. A lot. And a high roller survivor, they took the Niners against Fitzy. And anyway, it was bizarre. So 40 people are down. 46 people. And, and you're probably one of them listening to me. You're one of the 46 people who survived on the final play. Yeah. There are a lot of crazy final plays for these Dallas, big favorites. New Orleans. Wow. And the Seattle game. Yep. Let Russ cook. It was a monsoon. They were trying to put out the fire. Everything was pointing to just letting him have his... I was one week late. I thought I was. I was pissed that I didn't go harder on the Vikings. And then, you know, it's been talked out at nauseum. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Um, <clears throat> My U-picks played out almost exactly, especially the way I described that game. What are we talking about here? Russ keeps not cover Like, winning the game on the last drive. It's hard to cover touchdowns when you are winning on the last play of the game. Uh, and that, you know, I, I said Seattle win a last-second field goal. It's not a second touchdown. There we go. This week is super tough. No big hitter is in a big phase. For Survivor, place. you mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm really going to have to go out of my neck. You check back with me later in the episode. I already I'll... took New England. I would have loved to have been able to take them this week. I took them week one. Really? Yeah. He's Cam back? I think so, yeah. He's, he's AC, back, he's, that enters he's the a, he, he might have played if the game was today. Uh, or uh, he, It was 10 days since his synopsis or whatever, since his positive test, and then he's asymptomatic, and the, on the 11th day, you can, you can be around again. Denver hasn't played since their Thursday night game against the Jets. Yep. It's like, it's like 19 days, 20 days. Like, it's a lot. They're playing the next Monday. Well, so anyway, really Add tricky. it together, divide it up. It's a lot of days. <laughs> it's one of my favorite expressions well, so far you, this week. I got Weird three Mike kinds math. of math. I got 50% Dolphins on the Survivor fence right now. They're hosting the Jets. Oh, I, I like that I pick. I might be jumping back on the Jets stream. I, I like that pick. Why not? But everybody in the pool's got Miami. And yep. probably your pool, too. Maybe a too. good pick, yeah. So 20% Vikings. Yep. Hosting the Dirty Birds. But the whole fire the coach thing, you know, that, he might have lost the room with that call Zimmer on Sunday night. That was a well, – see, I liked the call, but I also would have liked the field goal, too. You just, I mean, it's two yards. You got, you know, you got Dalvin Cook, but kick the field goal. It was one. Then you go up by eight, right? I mean, the herd was totally against it. I think it's – I think it's a pretty good call. Like even fourth and fourth and three, you kick it. But uh, was it one and a half, one and a half yards? Either way, folks, if you missed it, sorry. Sometimes we get into these chats because we're watching every second of the game. If you missed it, uh, the Vikings were up by six. Yeah, uh, sorry, five. Up by five, and you know with about two minutes left in the game, and they it was fourth and one, fourth and two from uh, inside the red zone in, in Seattle and inside the ten. Inside the ten. 
So they could have kicked an easy field goal to go up by eight. Instead, they opted to basically try to end the game because they'd be able to run the timeout with a new first down, and they did not get it. And Russ cooked. A beautiful ending. Metcalf's a nasty receiver, by the way. Big props. I'm going to give some props this week, okay? Sometimes, because we're week five now, some shit's been established, okay? Also, the time to, remember my week, my truth of the week, week one, take advantage of COVID, okay? That is now over. These teams have had basically a preseason. They've all caught up. I want to give props to Matt Rule, who has done a, a pretty darn good job with, you said, with his Memphis Grizzlies there in Carolina, with no Rudy Gay, of <laughs> uh, stringing together a good, a good football team. And uh, shout-outs to you. Also, Kevin Stefanski taking this circus in Cleveland and putting together an AFC North play-action powerhouse team with a good pass rush. So uh, these Browns, they are not going anywhere. One team, one guy I'm not giving props to is the guy that I predicted three weeks ago would be a backup by next year for uh, 100 Beans. It is now reported by a couple different reporters in the NFL media community that the San Francisco 49ers agree with me. And they might be looking for a new quarterback. Yeah, maybe I was a little too high on Mullins, but I was bang on on Jimmy G, man. Two of these, those interceptions against the Dolphins, this is bad football. This is Duke University football. Like, folks, so, something that happens with stats is that you don't actually watch the fundamentals of these guys play, okay? I'm not saying I'm the best analyzer of football skills. Like, I'm not going to watch a combine and pick guys better than Mike Mayock, okay? But one thing, I think after 25 years of specifically watching the quarterbacks, I could tell when a guy can zing it and when a guy can sometimes zing it when he remembers to do all the things that he doesn't do naturally and, you know, does it at a much lower percentage. Jimmy G has to remember to throw a football like a professional. And sometimes he doesn't remember. When, <laughs> when you have both of your shoulders square to the receiver, okay, you're not getting a lot of zip on that ball. You need to turn your shoulders perpendicular and then allow your hips to zing that ball. It's embarrassing. Kyle Shanahan sees it, and uh, he's blaming. He's like, oh, obviously, the ankle was hurting him. Bullshit, okay? And as the herd pointed out, Jimmy's 28 or 29, all right? No excuses anymore. <laughs> you got Kittle. Your O-line's good. Your running backs are amazing, and your scheme is awesome. No excuses. Stop. This is what I keep hearing whenever I'm bashing Jimmy G. The guys, whatever his record is as a starter. What was it, 21 and 5? You know, something like that. 21 and 6, whatever. Something awesome. Maybe 21 and 3. I don't even know. 21 and 4? It doesn't matter. It is a football team. Yes, quarterbacks, I think, are definitely the most important player. Okay? But if you've got a great team... Uh, your record isn't indicative of how good you are as a quarterback necessarily. And that cannot be simplified into an argument. That is too simple. Football is more complicated than that. If football was that simple, well, that'd be pretty simple, wouldn't it? Alex Smith, when he was a starter for the Kansas City Chiefs under Andy Reid, I believe he was like 40 and 10 as a starter. 38 and 10, something ridiculous. Yep. What is division? Three to four years. Get out of here. Okay? Because I, I got a great scheme, I got a great team, and you are not keeping up. And Alex Smith is the new, Jimmy G's the new Alex Smith. Jimmy G's the new Alex Smith. He's, and I'm, I hope, you know. By the way, awesome. props to Alex Smith. Yeah. Props to Alex Smith. Give him your skim his props. Props huh? to Alex Smith. Courageous son of a bitch. Coming back from one of the craziest injuries I've ever seen. And as one of my, the guys that I listened to on Straight Out of Vegas, RJ Bell was like, yeah, very courageous, amazing to watch. But I don't get it. <laughs> you 
You got like $80 million. You almost died. How badly do you want to play for the Washington football team right now? <laughs> you want to dig in that iTunes catalog, Truth of the Week, in episode 36, yeah, 37, and 43, it. where Alex Smith is not a man. <laughs> I know. I'm <laughs> your host, Jeff. This guy, Alpha male. Not an alpha male. I was hey. forced to defend a great he's human a, being. He's an NFL quarterback. He's more of an alpha <laughs> male than I am, all right? But, yo, honestly, Jimmy G. is not that good. OMG, bro. Like, you're right. He's 30. He's making backup rookie mistakes. And I'm going to concede the debt, the bet. You said a year and a half, this guy's going to be a backup. I don't want to talk about this Farvin loser again. (laughs) Okay, Jimmy G is a three. Uh, Because CJ beat hard, Bethard. I'll let you buy it out for six. That goddamn kid out of Iowa (laughs) got some real moxie. He does. This guy just keeps shitting on him as a three, and they just, anyway. Jimmy G is a three. Yep. It's done. I'll concede it. You, you, you allow the buyout. Thank you. We could see. We, oh, yeah. 60 yeah. bean buyout. I could see Shanahan, I swear to God, getting so sick of all this shit and strapping, strapping on the pads himself. Be like, guys, this is fucking simple. Okay. Anyway, watch out for the Niners and whoever their next quarterback is because uh, they're going to be successful, but they won't be until then. For so everyone j- who was telling me I was wrong when, when I said the Niners ain't making the playoffs this year. Anyway. They are not. They're not. <laughs> They're not. Which but might... but all the best to CJ Beathard. Yeah, yeah. Give it up for CJ Beathard. All uh, right. Um, and give it up to all you uh, that enjoyed the Look Who's Talking Bowl, Bills Titans. What a game that turned out to be. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Watching it live right now. <laughs> um, Henry, time. Henry, oh, quickly, quickly. Henry Ruggs is a game changing receiver. Uh, you, I know you watched the Raiders Chiefs game. Was yeah, your oh, yeah. pick? Sure did. That is uh, that's a difference maker. Another Tyreek Hill. And that's what Mike Mayock and John Gruden knew they wanted when everyone was like, whoa, no CeeDee Lamb, no Jerry Judy. Yep. Who just won the Super Bowl? Tyreek Hill. And not if you're not throwing to him, it's because he's double covered, which leaves your other guys way open. Darren Waller's going to be one-on-one a lot more because the safety's got to watch Henry Ruggs, who's crazy fast. They're rookie for Las Vegas um, out of Alabama. Watch out for Henry Ruggs. Pick him up in fantasy if you can. He is the new Tyreek Hill. Uh, and good for you, Derek Carr. He deserved it. Good win for you. Yeah, a little uh, a little exercise the demons, right? A little yep. the proverbial monkey off the chest. Yep. And uh, they really ride that PA uh, system at Arrowhead, by I, the way. Yes. It sounded like a sellout. <laughs> the stadium's small to begin with. I don't know. Um, it's not going to make any of our pick boards. We're just a little home field nugget. Okay? Mm-hmm. You college fans, this Saturday, Gainesville, Florida, is welcoming 91,000 strong to the swamp. Hashtag chomp chomp. They already started tailgating. It is a week-long panhandle pandemic bonanza. Trump has provided that as evidence that the pandemic is over. Yeah, but it's over. The man. line opened at 12. The Gators it's game. now at 15. They're hosting the defending national champion, LSU Tigers, who everybody hates. Just coming off the perfect seat. They're going to get bitch slapped. Tease the farve out of that game. Tease the farve out I'm of it. I'm staying hot with the NFL picks. Just a little nugget out there. Everybody likes a little Saturday nibble. Yep. You know, that SEC game of the day. Yep. Hey, you got a nugget? I got a nugget. Okay, listen to this. Heard this on Straight Out Vegas too. Big shout out to those guys. Love their show. RJ Bell, you rock. Uh, holding penalties, okay? Listen to this. 
Uh, the, the NFL told the referees that they want to see less holding penalties called. They only want to see egregious uh, holding penalties called on the offensive line because, A, it, you know, it ruins drives. B, none of the fans ever see it, ever. <laughs> so if you're at the game, you have no idea why what just collapsed your season. And uh, they just did, you know, they, just, they, they met with the competition committee and they're like, you know what? We're going to see, to see more egregious holding uh, to call it. And, you know, everyone's talking about how, you know, the overs are up and points are up and, you know, Dak Prescott's throwing for 400 yards a game and all this stuff, okay? Holding penalties are being called at a 60, 66% less holding penalties this year, like after, you know, week five than last year. 66% less. So that's going to catch up over the season. The weather's getting colder. It's not going to catch up. They told them to call less. No, no, not, not the, whole, the, the scores and the overs. Okay, sure. Just... Rain it in. It's the yep. the over bonanza is is yes. slow. Yeah, be careful with it. It's not an automatic. It's it's not you know it's nowhere near seventy percent and and the weather changing. Yeah, and uh, you know the rescheduling games. I think that I like overs in any game the Rams are playing right now. They look like an offensive machine. I really like them. Uh, and uh, sack fumbles on a short field. The guy, Neil Brockers, God bless this guy, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Donald. God bless Neil Brockers. Aaron Donald gets all the love. Yeah. Four sacks. Yeah, you yeah. Know, he almost ended his career when he started again, yeah. first tackle. Neil Brockers finally breaks through, sacks Alex Smith, jumps up, yells, peanut free! <laughs> and just this, this exuberance of elation. <laughs> and it was just, you know, on a thankful Sunday it just it just made me feel how happy this guy was in that moment. It was raining hard, you know. I love I love hearing everything. It's awesome. Yeah, I really do. Pete talked about that, right? How he wants to hear the X the the X rated NFL. Yeah, yo, know, that's uh, could be something for look who's talking. Absolutely, put on HBO Max or something. Yeah, uh, Cinemax Sports. I want to hear all of it. Also, I'd love to hear the, just the weirdest shit ever when you get a sack. You know, where's Waldo? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's get into our picks. It's the bread and butter right now of our show. Uh, thanks to all of you Look Who's Talkers who are sending in your six picks a week to at Hugh's Talking. Uh, current standings, by the way. Hugh in 24 and 6. We got Jake Frisney, 21 and 9. Good record, buddy. 5-1 last week. James Duhamel, a.k.a. Dewey. Happy birthday, bud. Uh, 20 and 10. One game back. So- uh 10-10 is 20 and 10. You got it. <laughs> Add it together. Divide it apart. <laughs> Third place, Mike Mattisbacker, 18 and 12. Fourth place, Matt Harris, 17 and 13. Fifth place, Tyler Brunell, 16, 13, and 1. Yeah, a little went a little bit behind the podium. All right. People like to get their names hurt. Okay. No, you got you're slipping Shh. down to the top five. That's all right. That's fine. It'll be okay. Bertrow. You shouted out like four guys you were golfing with last week that, you know. But I hope they're listening. I love you guys. Oh, these guys are laying <laughs> sorry. major lumber. Bro. Sorry, sorry. You're hot, man. They're they're following. These guys are interacting with our show every week. Okay, it's great. Vonnie's <laughs> putting mortgage payments up on your words. Hey. He's like John Anthony. Hey, bro. He thinks you know, you're John Anthony. I love that. I want to say Vonnegum to Vonnie. Okay. <laughs> sorry, NJ. <laughs> Anyway, you guys are awesome, darling. Look who's talkers. We're having so much fun this season. So let's keep her going. All right. We want to, by the way, uh, send in, if you got survivor questions, man, at Weird Mike, MIC, would love to answer them for you. I've been answering some of them for you. 
I've been overthinking my spread picks, which has been working. And I've been underthinking my survivor picks, which has been working. So hope, let's keep her going. Uh, last week, uh, the only game we, I, I went 5-1 and one last week. The only game I lost was the, the Cincinnati Bengals plus 13 and the Ravens. What are you going to do? A lot of the Sharps, like Fezzik, uh, out in Vegas were with me. Best bet of the week. And you know what? Joe, Joe Burrow's behind a worse offensive line than I even knew. And i got to give props to the Baltimore defense. They're better than I gave credit to. And that's, that's that. Um, but man, we were bang on in the Giants. Bang on on my boy, on my Steelers. Chase Claypool should have had five touchdowns. That was bullshit offensive pass interference. That's uh, that's some humility and humble pie there, Hugh. A little loss recap. Yep. At twenty four and six, folks, you're getting both sides of the coin. Yep. How he won and why he lost. Yep. Cutie music. Here we go. You. All right. We are twenty four and six for the season. Thanks for following along. We're having so much fun. Let's get right into it, okay? Gold pick. I am taking the Los Angeles Rams minus three at the San Francisco 49ers. It's a, it's a game that Vegas is trying to mess with you, okay? Dying for you to take the home Niners plus three. Being like, why? Well, what do I do? It's because you didn't watch the Rams' last few games. They haven't been big TV games. They are an offensive juggernaut right now with efficiency. Greg McVay is running his offense. They got rid of some of the personalities that he knew that he was sort of overpaying. And he's such a young coach, he didn't really know how to deal with it. He's like, I don't need Todd Gurley. I'm a great run schemer. Give me two great college running backs and a training camp. And I will have them running for the play action uh, zone running scheme that I want to run. They look good. Jared Goff looks really good. And you know who doesn't? Jimmy... Fat porn star Garoppolo, who's now playing with a different type of pressure I don't think he's really used to. It's the first time he's ever read about his own demise. I don't think he likes it. Guys with a jawline like that, no, they think they're untouchable. Turn your shoulders, bro, until you do. I ain't picking you. All right, silver pick. I'm taking Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus two at home to the Green Bay Packers. Yep. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers looked like wizards last week with some backup receivers against the Atlanta Falcons, who don't have a secondary. All right? Their starting secondary is watching from the sidelines in sweatpants, being like, yeah, we might have stopped that. <laughs> they might have, but the backups, they ain't stopping anything. So they're making teams look really good. Okay? Devontae Adams still questionable going into this game. Yeah, if he plays, you know, that gives Green Bay an advantage. I'll tell you, he's not on the injury report. Mike Evans, he'll be back. Okay? I like Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they're, if you line these up, these teams up head-to-head, Tampa Bay's better. I'm getting the wenches. I'm getting Josh Rosen in the audience. And I got Tom Brady, who doesn't like to lose two games in a row. And I bet that offensive line worked their ass off this week because Karen Brady was pissed off. And he'll remember how many downs there are this week, okay? Give the old guy a break. Okay, our bronze pick. We're taking the Philadelphia Eagles plus eight at home to the Baltimore Ravens. Yep, the Ravens look good at home last week, shutting down the Bengals. These big spreads are tough to cover, okay? The the Bengals were absolutely getting dominated by the Baltimore Ravens. Dominated, but in the third, late in the third quarter, it was 17-0. We were one touchdown away from covering. Okay? Now they're going on the road to a Philadelphia Eagles team that just watched their main opponent in their division lose their starting quarterback. Now knowing, man, this division's ours to lose. And they're at home. They're getting eight points against Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, who are 
a great, a good offensive team, a good defensive team. But I'm not really sure if I want to give them eight points on the road yet against the playoff team. Uh, whether or not they have all their starting receivers, I'll take Carson Wentz and uh, and their defense to at least make this game interesting, possibly win outright. I, think, I bet Baltimore wins by three or four. And I'm taking the Eagles plus eight. All right, I am taking the New York Giants minus three at home to the Washington football team. Kyle Allen will be starting for the Washington football team in New York, coming off a pretty big head-to-head hit from Jalen Ramsey. You've had a concussion before, folks. <laughs> they hurt. <laughs> All right, it hurts to drive to work the next day sometimes. All right, I'm a fly border. I've had some falls. They hurt. I don't want to play tackle football anytime soon. So, especially against a desperate New York Giants team that's actually playing some good defense. Uh, okay defense, anyway. And I think Joe Judge and this team desperately wants a win for this New York crowd. I think Daniel Jones fights like hell to get it because nobody who's a starting quarterback on a team right now wants to finish last. Because that team, even if you got, even if you got a really good quarterback, your, your, your GM's going to think about drafting Trevor Lawrence. So the Giants want that win. Joe Judge wants that first win. And the Washington football team, it's a good place to get it at home. Minus three, take it. It'll go up to three and a half. All right, I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings. Minus three and a half at home to the now coachless and GMless Atlanta Falcons. Yes, Mike, I know they have a coach. His name's Raheem Morris. And he coaches the defense, which is the joke of the team. So interesting choice there. Okay. Uh, Matt Ryan, I think's done. I think his team knows it. I think... You think Matt Ryan threw that interception on purpose? Nah. But I bet maybe there's some people in the organization that are like, you know what? Let's lose all our games. It's time to draft a new quarterback. He's 36, he's 35, whatever he is. For some reason, we just gave him a new contract last year for like six years and five years. $130 million. Not sure why. He's not mobile. His arms lost strength. And he's just get, literally getting worse by the day. It's time to start blaming Matt Ryan and not Dan Quinn or Dimitrov. All right? They just had faith in the wrong guy. Take the Vikings. They might not have Dalvin Cook, but it doesn't matter. Vikings team's rolling. Jefferson is a rock star receiver, and he gets one-on-one coverage because Thielen's on the other side. The Vikings start to pick up steam. They should have beat. The, they should have beat the Seahawks. They lost that game, and uh, I think they'll make up for it by a beatdown on the Falcons this week. Take the Vikings big. And my last pick, I'm taking the Bengals plus eight uh, on the road versus the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know if you've been watching the Colts this year, but are you giving them eight points against really anybody right now? I'm not. Phillip Rivers looks old. He's always had kind of a weak arm. Well, it looks weaker. Um, week one, it looked like he had good control of the offense against Jacksonville, but they still lost. And he still made some bad throws, bad plays. He's not mobile. He's like less than mobile. He's almost you know, shaken if you come you know, come too close to him. He's uh, just still learning the ropes on a new team. Besides T.Y. Hilton, he doesn't have a good rapport with really any of his receivers. And uh, I, I like the Colts to win a, a close one. I think Joe Burrow and that offensive line put in some work. He's just too good of a player to... to he does not used to being shut out or put like this. He threw six touchdowns against Clemson. This guy's a rock star and he, he's not used to this. He'll fight like hell to keep this game interesting. He still believes in this team, and you should too. Take the Bengals plus eight. And that's you, Picks. How are you? You! Hey, hey. Hottest handicapper in the land. 416 to the 905. It don't matter where you at. Ain't got no idea about the 705. (laughs) I do think uh, Joe Judge is due for the win. Yeah, man. 
They fought tooth and nail. Dak or Dalton didn't really matter. The Giants were there. I bet practice just sucks at the Giants facility until they get that win. And, uh, you know, they win their game. They're one game back. Exactly. So, you know, the belief is still there. You know, not all winless teams are created equal. <laughs> right. Um, you know, you just keep getting up. Your only re- loss was on the Ravens. Yep. You took them again? Yep. I think, I think Baltimore's closer to the Philly Stadium than the Philly practice facility. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not really a road game. Yeah. Right, I don't think Eagles got some fans coming this is week. That right, seven thousand, I think. Okay, seven, you know, times two. Pump the volume, sure. Add thirty, something, um, something. Maybe that's what they need. Um, so Hopefully, for, it's a little windy because Wentz can throw it through the wind. Lamar's got trouble with that. I knew you were going to take the Brady Rogers game. Oh yeah, uh, I'm definitely not taking it, and I don't know if all y'all should take it too. Hewlett's super passionate about this. It's a really weird game at a weird time. I wish this was happening a bit later. Packers just had the buy. If the Bucks, if, if the, the well, here's, well the the, the uh, here's the other thing. Bucks had a mini. Uh, the Bucks had a mini buy too. They played uh, Thursday night against the Bears. If they win that Bears game, I feel like maybe like Tom's just really good off a loss. Okay, and that's the Tom I know. Or is Bill? Really Ooh, good off a loss. interesting take there. So again, the casual tread lightly. That's a good point. It's, it's under good the point, lights. Mike. You might want to get crazy. I'm getting the Bucks, and all I gotta do is win. Or not lose by two. Like I would have taken them at almost minus three here. If the Vikings would have beat the Seahawks, I would have been smashing on the Vikings this week. I don't know what a loss does to that room. You know, they're saying, yeah, just get it back next week. No, 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 no. That gutted it. They would have won two in a row, headed back home with a doormat team, you know, Everything the wheels, but they mo- did dominate the Bears. Like that's the thing; they lost the game themselves with penalties and stuff. Like anyway, it's, diff- they, it's a different type of loss. I really wish they won that game because I would have been smashing. Doesn't matter what the line was; they could have inflated it all the way. So really like that pick. And uh, you like that pick? I do like that. Pick. The Bucks? No, the Vikings. Oh, the Vikings. Okay, <laughs> I said stay away from the Bucks game. Okay, yeah, yeah, I love the Vikings too. Love the Vikings. If you can tease that, or sorry, buy the point, three and a half, but I think they win by 10. Yeah, buy the point. Sure. Always buy the point. If it's three and a half, if you can, buy the point. Seven and a half, same thing. So the uh, smash and sprinkle, the weird pick, was, uh, it was right and it was derailed. The look who's talking ball, Bill's game, the number flew on both sides. We right. didn't know what was happening. We sure. just took it off the board. Sure. It never happened. So we won with the Raiders it. last week. And that's it. Who's your pick this week? Um... <laughs> It's the back end of the Look Who's Talking Bowl. I'm taking Houston plus six and a six and a half at the short week Tennessee Titans. Tuesday to Sunday is a weird turnaround. It's the first Tuesday game since 1946 being played this week. And now they're playing Saturday against a division opponent with a fresh outlook and a fresh win. Who's used to winning, playing a familiar foe. Six and a half. It was a no-brainer. Uh, I have always said uh, Jesus loves Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we talked about everybody loving Teddy earlier. Everybody loves Romeo Cornell. Yeah. Okay. He looks so, like a, he looks like an Ewok, and everyone loves Ewoks. Everybody loves the Ewok Cornell scene. <laughs> Nobody thinks he's going to be there long term. He's just steadying the ship. A lot of guys been there a long time. They're one of the few teams that hasn't had a lot. No, they of got a good. Enough. They got a core there. Yeah. So a veteran team is going to respond to Romeo. And even if they lose, I see it tight. 
Uh, and the Titans, again, on the short week, that's really all in. Titans are a good team. I like them. Huck loves them. They Huck, might win today. Huck does love them. But six and a half. And the Texans, four and one. And we're going to five and one. Um, you mean, oh, your picks. I am yeah, because the, the Texans would be two and four. Yeah. Um, they gotta, do you see them celebrating with Romeo Cornell there? Everybody yeah, loves Romeo. <laughs> also, nobody misses Mr. O'Brien, okay? It's very obvious. Ding dong, the witch is dead. You know? Uh, he has the real vibe going on in Houston right now. It should be a good place to play. They pay their stars, usually. Um, they have no state tax. You know, they got a, a top 10 quarterback in the league, uh, you know, roughly. Should be a great, great place to play. So whoever, whoever's the next coach in Houston has a successful sort of lineup uh, to, to have some success. Watch for Eric Bellamy, the Kansas City offensive coordinator. Apparently Deshaun really wants him. Okay, uh, so there you heard it. Huck, what do you think about Weird Mike picking against your Titans? Uh, right in your foch like that, bro. Well, he's right. Like, they do have a super short week, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll T- see. The, t- the Texans have not looked good. Titans by four. Everybody wins, right, Huck? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. Titans let's let's talk about it. Let's do it. And uh, looking forward to a Coach Dan return and some uh, ice-cold Muskoka brews on the table here at Look Who's Talking. Yeah, big shout-out to the coach last week. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming out. Everyone loved it. So, uh, yeah, good feedback. We'll, we'll have them back. Yeah, we'll have them back. You did. And yeah, if there's a guest out there that y'all think should be on, yeah, talk to your guest, too. Yeah, hit it up. My uh, Insta level isn't quite there yet, but you get it out there to him, and he'll little trickle it down the rocks. Um, yeah, man. So Fired up for uh, just how the season's going this, this, this year. On top of some things that uh, it's nice to be ahead, you know? Mr. Garoppolo, which we will not talk about, and a couple of other things. There you go. One thing I want to talk about is Le'Veon Bell. It's time to go home, buddy. Let's call it what it is. The Steelers, I love, look, I love me some Steelers. And I know me some Steelers. Almost undefeated picking these, when I pick the Steelers. But I watched that game, and they're missing one thing. One thing. And it's Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Connor's great. Get those tough yards. A couple. Uh, he's actually not that great. He's not that great. No, he's not. He's a good story. He stepped in in a tight spot. He right. excelled momentarily. Right. And he's also a, Kudos. also a great, like, thunder and lightning. If you have Connor and Le'Veon, it's perfect. He's not even a scat back. He's a C. Also, you've the Jets paid him half the guaranteed money that he wanted in this whole holdout two years ago. So now you get him back for this annual salary on the back end of this four-year deal. Uh, and you you get the one little safety blanket that Ben's missing right now, okay? That little check down to Le'Veon that they mastered. Also, the O-line knows how Le'Veon runs, that patient running style. And it, they, oh, they were a reaching over the line while kneeling touchdown two years ago in the, cha- in the uh, championship game against the Steelers, or sorry, Steelers versus Pats, from Le'Veon and Ben's team and Steelers making the Super Bowl. Look, everybody makes mistakes. It's pro football. Let's stop making it so personal. The guy wanted to hold out in jet ski for $45 million. He got what he wanted. You guys didn't want to pay him. You got what you wanted. You missed the playoffs, and he's a farvin jet. Okay? You both lost. Let's call it like it is. Let's shake hands. Make amends. 
When he gets in the dressing room, everybody you know, pours water all over him. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm not that much of an asshole. What do you want me to do? I'm rich. Everyone loves me. I, had a, I made a rap album. That's, uh... Bring your lunchbox back to Pittsburgh, Le'Veon. He's a good player. He's being wasted right now. So campaign hashtag free Le'Veon yeah. is underway in your mind. Yes. And you think it's going to end in the Steel City with it... Tomlin, that spiteful... Yeah, but the Steelers are an interesting family organization, and giving your old family members second chances if they come back with a little humility. I think only because it's 2020. Name a better place for him, because the Jets are trying to trade him. Only because it's 2020. What does that mean? That, that, that can happen. Just because it's 2020 yeah. is so weird? Yeah, I agree. We're watching. There's Tuesday Night Football on right now. Anything can happen. <laughs> it was during the war, last Tuesday game. Really? 1946. No way. That was not. That's not during the war. 1946. That's after the war. D Day was yeah uh, 45. Yeah 45. Yeah. My apologies. Uh, VE Day, and and then the whole uh, nuke in Japan thing. Yep. <laughs> tough, tough go. Oh, I missed it by a year. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. Sometimes, anyway, sometimes war. Got to eat some crow. War era. War era. You know. Either way, we add it together, we divide it apart, it's all even. I've been saving my <laughs> Truth of the Week rebuttal here. You drop it like it's... All right, all right, all right. It's time for the Truth of the Week! Hey. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the Week, folks. I, I don't even know how to put this. I'm, I'm upset with Dak Prescott, okay? Shout out to Dak. He's had, he was on pace for an amazing year statistically. And it looked like he's probably a better quarterback than I was even giving him credit for. I'll, I'll give him that. He's not quite the quarterback I'd want on my team, uh, you know, arm talent-wise and, and sort of un- just – look, we all see it, okay? You know, he, he needed to make a, literally a couple of play – a couple of passes in that Eagles game last year to make the playoffs, and he couldn't do it. But either way, how much money do you farvin need, folks? Ask yourself that, Okay. Now, I know Mahomes got a half billion dollars, and Deshaun Watson's going to get, you know, a quarter billion dollars. Well, Dak Prescott was holding out for something like that. And Emmett Smith said to him, Emmett Smith, who held out for a little more money at the end of, your, uh, end of his career and ended up going to Arizona, and always regretted it. He said, there's nothing better than being the quarterback of, a Dal- of the Dallas Cowboys. So if they're prepared to offer you a five, seven-year deal to be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, and you're getting, what, $135 million guaranteed? It was something like that. And he said, no bueno. You know, that's, and, you know, there was not necessarily a, a great guaranteed contract. You're a fifth-round pick out of Mississippi State with an okay arm. You are a, you know, not everybody's prime pick to be quarterback of their team. Somehow America's team? The number one value-wise uh, value, value wise franchise in the entire world wants to make you their franchise quarterback, but they want to... Jerry's also no idiot. He also knows that if he overpays for an average quarterback, that's not how you win Super Bowls. If you got Patrick Mahomes, yep, overpay him, sure. He'll make up for the deficiencies in resources that I can't spend elsewhere, you know? Oh, yeah, I might not be able to... Like, Kansas City can't go buy the best cornerback in the world. Doesn't matter. They score four touchdowns a game. You know? Um, Dak's not that good. So Jerry can't pay him absolute top dollar because they're, they're not going to be able to win championships that way. But he's saying to you, yo, here, Dak, here's a five, seven-year deal. You're going to be our quarterback, man. 
And by the way, you're the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And you're leaving some money on the table, so we'll be really good. We'll be in playoff games. You'll set Dallas Cowboys records. Are you seeing the stats that NFL is putting up right now? Do you want to go into the Hall of Fame as a Dallas Cowboy? Or do you want to hold out and franchise tag yourself? And then maybe something bad happens like this. And then you come back not quite as mobile as you were before. So now you're an okay arm with an okay mobility. And even though they franchise tag you again because they said right now, like they should, hey, we're going to take care of Dak. He's only out four to six months, so he'll probably be ready for next year. But let's say the Cowboys you know, really have a bad year this year. Maybe Andy Dalton kind of does okay. Either way, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. But let's say Dak next year doesn't look that great. They're not going to sign him to that same deal now. But I'm mad at you, Dak, for, for not seeing that the grass was really green, man. And you didn't need Patrick Mahomes' money. Patrick Mahomes is a Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. He will, you'd be more famous than him. He could win four Super Bowls. You're the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. You're on Fox every day. Everyone talks about you. You got marketing deals out the, out the yin-yang. All right? How much money do you farvin need, man? I admire lateral movement and capitalism and, you know, getting your value and all that stuff. But let me tell you something. Just like Dwayne Haskins getting pissed off that he was drafted by the, Redskins, or by the Washington football team. Have a little humility. Understand in life what's a good place to be. And being a $200 millionaire, million dollar as a 10-year quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, it's awesome. And now because you, you took the Kirk Cousins route, you're probably going to have a Kirk Cousins-like career, Dak. Sorry. Anyway, giddy up. I hope you come back. I hope you prove me wrong. But my job on this show is not to say what I hope happens. It's to say what I think will happen. And that's what I do. Truth of the week. How much Marnie do you farvin need? Dak need, thought he needed way too much. I think it was a... Uh, prayers out for Dak. Yeah, prayers out for Dak. I think it was a blend of money and respect. Whatever, man. Um, Tom Brady... Has been eating his humble pie. Sorry. Look, literally taking a hometown discount to play in New England to win championships. You're Dak Prescott. But that Who did, are you? That didn't happen until after he won. He kept doing he it. Won on, yeah, okay. Middle of the pack in, in quarterback average. Eli Manning made like $100 million do- more dollars than him or something like that. Yeah, the table was set. That's what I like to think of it. He had a shitty division yep. with $130 million. And above average tools and in a premier position. And when he came in to replace Romo, the number one O line in the league. I'm not saying that still that, that still has that, but that's how he got that job and kicked Romo to the booth. When the world gives you a million dollars slash a hundred million dollars, you know, take it, take it, <laughs> take it. And if they happen, and then go buy a big house in and Dallas. If they like, what are we talking about? To give it to you a second time and you don't take it. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, it's Jerry Jones' birthday today. Hey! I really was hoping he'd turn 80 on our 80th episode. That would have been. He turned 79. So happy birthday to Jera. Yep. Uh, he's taking some heat. People just want him to give Dak like $70 million now. I know. Because of what happened. Yeah. Don't you know what, Jerry? You, you just, just, just give him $68 million, Dez, Jerry. Dez Bryant. You just, you're paying him $31 million this year. It's pretty good, folks. So, you know... Uh, he is the you know the evil oil tycoon in the Simpsons, yeah, type of guy. Yeah. But it doesn't 
It's not how it works. Just write this down, folks, in your diary or your notes or whatever the hell you keep track of your life with. If someone ever offers you $200 million to be quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, take it. I'm going <laughs> to add to that. If somebody gives you $200 million, <laughs> just, just do just it. Just take it, man. <laughs> just do what it. What are we talking about? This isn't Jacksonville. It's the Cowboys. Anything short of breaking multiple laws. Yeah. Multiple. Yeah, multiple. <laughs> I'm in. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd rob a donut shop for $200 million. So now you got the, Dalton stepping into... Great mass collection right now. Um, Dalton can render, can render Dak priceless. He's this a, guy comes in and a, goes nine and seven. He's got a better career than Dak Prescott. He throws probably a better deep ball than Dak Prescott. Dak doubled down and got a four. Yeah, man. You know what's funny though? It's he was on pace to like break passing records this year. Even if they go, they might have gone five and thirteen or five and thirteen to do it. Or sorry, uh, you know, not five and thirteen. That's too many games. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm going to um, eleven and five or five and eleven. Five and eleven. And a quarterback record. There you go. There's Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy's Cowboys. Episode 80, 80%, super jacked. Um, with the uh, Look Who's Talking Bowl in the background, this has been an absolute revelation. Uh, we talk about the Monday night doubleheaders. Tuesday football, is that too much? It's, the, it's a campaign or it's an election year, so Tuesday is like a big political night. Yep. I love days that end in Y. Combined with night football. <laughs> How about that? Okay. I have no complaints about any days that I didn't why night football. Just remember, folks, Weird Mike now has Instagram. Everybody loves Teddy and everybody loves Romeo. All right. Watch out for the hot hand in the right situation. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, folks. Remember to follow us on Instagram, at Hughes Talking. We're doing videos for props picks, videos for our Hugh picks. If you don't listen to the podcast, I'll post them on Sunday morning. And uh, keep in mind, I'm picking these picks early in the week before I learn about, you know, Julio Jones' quad and all this crap. So that's 24 and 6, picking early. Woo! Yeah! Uh, thanks for all your love and support. Remember to steal people's phones and subscribe. By the way, if you aren't subscribed yet, you're just listening randomly. Who are you kidding me? Okay. Are you listening yet? Are you listening yet? We were 24 and 6 and 4 and 1. Uh, we know what we're far from talking about. 80, 80, 80. Uh, giddy up, folks. Thanks a lot. Shout out to Huck Media at Team I Will. Oh, by the way, uh, if you're downtown and you're looking for a nice patio to watch the game, got a brand new big screen TV down at Locals Only on King Street. Giddy up. And if you're looking for a good cause to run with, at Team I Will. And I want to just give a big shout out to my dad who got hip surgery this morning. Oh. And his jokes, because he was a little high on pills when I talked to him. He's doing great. He's doing great. For all those who know Chuck Hewlett, uh, just the best farming guy in the world. And he's like, Jeff, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, you know, they gave me some apple juice. But, buddy, when's the last time you had apple juice? I love this stuff. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dad, apple juice rocks. And right after this episode, I'm bringing you some. Uh, yeah, big shout out to uh, my buddy, uh, buddy Fraser Gian. He's got a brand new baby, and uh, we like shouting out the babies on this show. Uh, you got anything else to say, baby? No, man. Just stay hot. You know, don't rock the boat. Mm -hmm. Don't rock the boat, baby. <laughs> Huck, maybe. <laughs> uh, Huck's been killing it on the music lately. Absolutely. Leslie, did we ever figure out how many what's the Giants' record since uh, the boat thing? Okay, well, we'll post that on Instagram. Uh, Huck Daddy, you got anything for Shut the Huck Up? Go tight. We shall see.
All right, folks, see you for episode 81. Giddy up. Rock the boat, I don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat, I don't tip the boat over. Rock the boat, I don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. Ever since our voyage of love began, your touch has thrilled me like the rush of the wind. And your arms have held me safe from a rolling sea. There's always been a quiet